Hello and welcome to Everyday People Tuesdays at 2 for the fourth week in a row. My name is Vaibhav. Thank you so much for clicking on this video. This week's guest is Nav Jain and they'll introduce themselves shortly. But before that, I just want to give out a little bit of self-advertisement. I've also been publishing a blog each week uh, uh, every Sunday at my Substack. And this week I published a short story called Salabar's Fascinating Library Trip. If you're so inclined, please do click on the link in the description to go read that short story. But for now, here's Everyday People with Nav Jain. After extensive testing, we are finally recording the actual podcast. Welcome, Nav Jain, to my uh, to my show. You've been here before, but uh, never as a solo act. How are you feeling today, and how's your day going? Uh, my day is going fine, and I feel great. Well, uh, that I'm talking to you on podcast. We uh, usually have conversations off the camera or off recording usually. Uh, finding uh, we are doing this so pretty happy yeah you're my best friend and it's been a while since we uh, i mean this honestly should have happened about 30 40 episodes ago but it's okay um i'll always i always ask my guests uh, one question to start off with and i'll ask you who are you what do you do and what is your current side project uh my name is nav jain uh, full name navratan jain and uh, i live in berlin right now uh, i'm 30 years old and uh, my day job is i work with numbers create uh, reports and tools and things like that but uh, what i'm really passionate about is uh, i'm a stand up comic and uh, recently uh, i finished uh, a set of three shows uh, known as becoming a berliner which we did in this beautiful warehouse uh completely independent and uh, yeah so we had a lot of uh, stand up comedians coming and performing and it was a great experience for all the comics audience and uh the final show was also a art exhibition uh which was organized by my friend uh, Miltos and uh, so we had a stand up comedy show along with the art exhibition surrounded by beautiful uh, paintings and uh, art pieces it was really uh, nice and uh, yeah so this is what i finished recently so i am one of those people who have come on your show and letting you all know what i recently finished and i am really proud and happy about it your your show becoming a berliner is something that you've been working on for a long time it's gone through many iterations i even i helped out with the uh, poster at one point uh, but then you drew the thing yourself tell me more about becoming a berliner where does that name come from and what is your um what is your hope for the show as you continue to sort of experiment with it uh the reason uh, i even thought about this show was because i wanted to uh, just talk about uh, my berlin uh, experience i live in this city uh berlin and it has uh, some sort of a cultural vibe uh which i'm trying to capture in this show and like people who come to the show are able to like know a little bit more nuance and things about berlin uh, and of course we are doing it in form of stand up comedy uh so that's the whole theme of the show and then how we are usually producing it is we are you trying to find these unique berlin venues mm-hmm. uh, where 
do it. So currently uh, we are doing it in a warehouse, but before that, uh, once we did it in a cellar of a bar, which was also a very, uh, I would say, a, a culturally relevant and historic bar, Mina Housem Zen. And uh, uh, we even did a show once in an art gallery. Uh, before that, uh, uh, we did once uh, a show in a parking lot. Uh, and it was turned into a really beautiful uh, outdoor set mm-hmm. uh, for uh, our show. And uh, yeah, so you as guys, of now... You guys put up a stage in, in, in the parking lot, like a full stage. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, there was already some sort of a stage. We changed the look and which added a few things and uh, we made it uh, more suitable uh, uh, for what we were trying to uh, create as a stand-up comedy platform. So I remember, I don't remember what year it was, but I remember going with you in Bangalore when you had just started uh, trying to be a stand-up comic and we had gone to a few like open mics for you to experiment with. Tell me about your stand-up journey, where it started, where this desire came from for you. Like, why do, why do you want to be a stand-up comedian? Let me uh, first uh, address uh, what... Uh, you were talking about uh, when you came with me in Bangalore when I went for an open mic. I think it must be uh, 2015. 15? Okay. It might be 2015 uh, or maybe uh, 16. I'm not sure. It might be 16. Uh, So during that time, I had just uh, quit my job uh, because uh, I wanted to... uh, uh, try my hand at stand-up comedy and YouTube. Um, so I moved to uh, Bangalore and uh, because I knew in Bangalore there is a open mic stand-up comedy scene and you can do a spot every night as far as I had understood from uh, my research on internet and Facebook that uh, usually every uh, five Times a week, there is an open mic in Bangalore where you can go and, uh, yeah, you get a few minutes and you can uh, do stand-up comedy. So that was uh, my plan. So I moved to Bangalore and I was staying at your place, I remember. And uh, when I uh, started going to those mics, uh, I think you came with me on my second or third mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, First of all, I realized these mics were like, Two or three hours away from your house on in that Bangalore traffic, and I used to get stuck in that traffic all the time uh, and uh, taking these cabs, which will cost me like 300, 400, 500 euros. Um, rupees, rupees. Sorry, sorry, I mean uh, rupees. <laughs> 300, 300 euros. <laughs> you know, like 300 to 500 rupees. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, in Bangalore, I did five mics. Mm. And uh, every time I traveled like for hours and spent a lot of money, I didn't know uh, like uh, if uh, I kept spending money in this way on just cabs, how many months can I last <laughs> with my fun? And uh, if I chose to take bus, I think uh, the time was just the, the time to reach any mic in evenings or night 
was just outrageous in bangalore and right. uh, that was my experience i remember in bangalore and, and how tired you would have been if you had taken the bus at that time i don't think the metro would have been accessible to like the we were going to there was only uh, one which had started but there was no literally zero case were you living with me in my 1 bhk at that time because then it would have been 25th end of 2015 or early 2016 uh i uh, i helped you move there i remember yes, yes you did and, uh, so may, i was there for few days and that's it. you you helped move our uh, move that huge uh fridge up four flight of stairs yeah, that very thin flight of stairs so <laughs> uh um, bangalore uh, was slowly becoming into this place where people had started creating these matchbox kind of apartments and your apartment was also one of them and matchbox uh, only i hated that kind of buildings where they were just created for monetary purposes and but, least comfort but that means 2015 that means you've been practicing stand up for 8 years so let me ask you the question jo mere ko actually tere se puchna hai are you good after 8 years of stand up comedy are you good <laughs> first of all uh, my stink of doing stand up comedy in uh, 15 and 16 Uh, 2015 and 16 uh, was not much. I remember I did uh, uh, five uh, five nights in Bangalore. First one in Mumbai, uh, five in Bangalore, and then uh, maybe four uh, four or five more. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, four or five more in Hyderabad. I think my tally was like 12 or 13, maybe 13. When I had come to Ber- uh germany first so that i had done 13 mics total that's it which is not but which is nothing yeah and then in 2018 october 30th i moved to uh, berlin and then i had made up my mind that yes i will be taking it very seriously and from then on i have tried to take as many mics as possible every week and slowly uh, it had gone it has gone up i started around doing one or two mics uh, a week but then uh, slowly my stats have reached like on an average four to five a week every week for how many years four years four years say. so that means approximately somewhere in the range of 600 to 800 open mics you've done yeah yeah when you hear yes. that, when you hear mm-hmm. me say that number that you've done like 6 to 800 open mics like how do you reflect on that does it make you feel anything or nahi it's normal makia makia this 6 to 800 is for all the years right like till now like years yeah yeah it it feels first of all good and in my head when i think about it uh, I, i would think like wow oh, number should have been even higher but, but uh, because the whole point of doing these mics is first of all you do it because you enjoy yeah you like telling your jokes and stories and putting them in a very interesting fun way uh 
and then when you do it you learn more and the whole goal is to get better and uh, i think uh, just like any other skill that 10000 hour rule also applies here and uh, but if i look at that that i'm very far away i am very far away from that uh but i can see i have had a drastic improvement from where i started and i would say on my day i am really good yeah see 10000 hours is for mastery we say after you do 10000 hours you become a master but to become good to become good enough to earn money you don't need 10000 hours you need a few hundred and you have that and you are earning money from your stand up now um do you want to pursue this full time or is this something that will remain like a hobby for you while you pursue other things uh, right now uh, we are in um, september 25th i suppose yeah 20 uh i've currently uh, in past one year uh, made up my mind that okay i will be taking uh, a break from my day job and will be putting in time and energy full time in uh, stand up comedy and uh, video and uh, artistic projects and uh, yeah so i'm taking it very seriously as much as i can and i would also like to do it full time which is most likely the upcoming year and uh, you you mentioned video i know that you you've been practicing video editing i saw a couple of the vlogs that you made i i review everything that you make since i'm your best friend um talk to me about like you know having to develop these ancillary skills like stand up is one set of skills but then audio editing video editing recording uh, graphic design poster making all of these are like these extra skills that we all have access to nowadays not everybody practices them you do i do talk to me about like what it requires now to for for like if you have a dream you need to put in the effort and you're clearly putting in the effort uh talk to me about what kind of ancillary skills you have developed and what you're planning to develop going forward as you said uh yes i also believe in today's world when ever you start your own project your own uh, artwork or or business or uh, any journey you go on where at first you are starting by yourself you need to have these certain skills uh to carry your project forward so for example if you need to design a poster you need to design a poster for your show or for your podcast you need to make a banner if you need to draw something you need to write something you need to calculate something you need to uh put a plan so all these skills you slowly learn and uh, yeah and in the end i just look at let's say photoshop or uh, canva or procreate or uh, davinci resolve whatever i end up using these are just tools and uh, just like how you learn to work with the pencil you also learn to work with these tools once you start playing around with them you still need to be creative and artistic to actually 
convey your message or what you are trying to build via that tool. This other point I would like to highlight is a lot of the skills which you learn while mastering one of the skills or tools, uh, you are able to transfer those learnings also on other tools. Yeah. So for example, uh, some silly thing which other person won't see. Uh, for example, I work a lot on uh, Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets mm-hmm. in uh, my work. Yeah, in your day job. In my day job. And uh, I can tell you, there is a lot of things which are similar in making a Excel sheet and doing a acrylic painting. Okay. Uh, yes. And uh, you only know when you start doing it. And you need to have the experience of both the worlds to understand, okay, this thing which I learned in that, you can also transfer another. Can- I will uh, give you one example, uh, which you will know. For, uh, you know Photoshop and Procreate. Yeah. Uh, you work, uh, one basic concept of both of these tools is the layers. Yes. So you learn that you are able to separate layers. Mm-hmm. Uh and you are playing with layers and you're adding one layer on top of layer to uh, make your uh, uh, art piece or that project uh, more uh, specific and uh, Give it some depth. the thing comes out, yeah. you're adding depth. Yeah. Same thing happens when you're painting. So what you do is you do first layer and then on top of it, there's a second layer and then the third layer. And then as you keep putting in more and more layers, there's more depth, more detailing, and it becomes more alive. Of course, uh, painting and uh, Photoshop or Procreate are easier to compare because they both are, uh, they, all three of them are artistic, visual yeah. uh, uh, mediums. And uh, that's why I wanted to say Excel sheet because that's an, uh, a person won't really think about how an Excel sheet can also be. Yeah, I mean, similar to if you think about it working in layers is nothing but essentially dividing or breaking up your project into pieces which an excel sheet is also about like dividing your data into pieces and like putting it in a way that makes sense so often mm-hmm. what we're doing is just rearranging information right mm-hmm. um you talk about these tools often you know i find that people that i talk to especially people who want to create but haven't started are paralyzed by the complex uh, by the complexity of these tools. What would you say is uh, your top piece of advice on getting started with one of these tools and just trying to learn and pick it up? I would always say start with the easiest tool, the tool which you find the most easiest and comfortable to use. Mm-hmm. Use it to its maximum extent the limit you can reach from that tool and then automatically you will want something which can serve the other need you have. So for example, let's say you start with a normal pencil. Yeah. You are sketching, you're drawing, but then it's just black. There is only some limited ways of shading you can do. You can only, you know, like make it darker to a particular point. There is no colors really. Or let's say if you start editing on uh, 
windows movie maker, uh, movie maker. yeah uh, you you can only make certain cuts you can only add certain effects but once you understand how that tool works you can move on to the next one so maybe you can uh, next time when uh, you are already comfortable with the pencil you can move to color pencils or you can try watercolor on top of it uh, or uh, let's say if you are already comfortable with windows media uh, windows movie maker you can move on to uh, you know uh, uh, maybe something more easier uh, uh, something more complicated but still not let's say adobe uh, premium pro or something like that maybe you uh, use luma fusion luma yeah yeah I mean, there are so many tools available, and many of them are free. DaVinci Resolve is free. Canva is free. Like there is no excuse today for people to not start creating. Yeah. Uh, in in your experience in the last few years, just creating, um, you know, I have edited for you. You've started to edit for me a little bit. Um, do you find that these are great ways to supplement your income like now you're trying to build a career as a stand up comedian you're earning some money from it but not enough to sustain your lifestyle um talk to me a little bit about the market that is available with these sort of skills for you to then supplement your income of course uh, you can take uh, freelance work if you have these skills uh but uh, my approach on this is slightly different at this point um the reason i want to uh, do this as of now is so that i can create for myself mm-hmm. so i am only at, at this moment i am only trying to do the things which inspire me which i am into uh, so i draw what i feel like i joke or uh, what i joke whatever i feel at that moment and i tell stories uh, from my own experiences mm. so currently I- is spoiled as an artist which i fucking love that i'm not trying to rent out any of these uh, skills or uh, hobbies or passions which i have but at some point maybe i might have to but we will see hopefully uh, still then i can make decision from my heart and uh, currently i would say a uh, few of the things where i make some money is like of course producing shows there is a uh, uh possibility of uh, always uh, if you are doing a performance art to sell tickets and uh, have a bar counter and uh, sell drinks and food things like that so that's one of the source and then uh, you can uh, draw for people if you want to uh, usually i i don't do any of that the only uh, source i have is either production or i do comedy spots uh for uh, showcases and events and um, they pay me for that and uh, yeah so uh this these are the usual ways i'm making money out of uh, my stand up comedy and uh, other skits so we've been talking for about 23 minutes and i want to put a pin in our conversation about your stand up career and then switch over to other topics but before i switch over i uh, just wanted to get your like last you can speak directly to the audience uh, if you want to either promote your upcoming show in berlin i don't know how many people from berlin will listen to this podcast but um, if you want to promote your show or if you just want to give some general advice or general like a message to whoever is listening it's completely fine if people can't uh, come to my show in berlin uh, 
but they can find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is I am Nav Jain. I put out a lot of uh, uh, comedy uh, videos and stand-up comedy clips, and uh, yeah, I try to express myself on Instagram also. So that's also just a medium. So that's a medium of expression or a tool, if you want to call it. Yeah, and if you and, want to check uh, out Nav's work, it is sorry enough. Uh, if you ch- uh, if you want to check out Nav's work, as he said, his Instagram is I am Navjen. It's also on the screen right now. Um, please do follow Nav there and start a conversation. Like, see if you like some some of his clips. We put out about seven or eight of them a few months ago, and there's more clips coming up soon from more of his shows. Uh, sorry, you were saying you wanted to say something. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's it i would say uh, no matter uh, what you are into you can uh, put time and energy into it if you are passionate about it and you pick up more skills and it just keeps getting better uh, the only thing is you need to love and enjoy it and uh, of course uh, you want external uh, rewards but if internally you are already content hopefully the external will follow us wonderful so now just because i want to extend the podcast a little bit like it's it, this has been a great conversation so far switching over to something that you did not expect to talk about chess <laughs> <laughs> we we play approximately one game of chess every day um our record is almost even i think you have the slight edge you are like 60 70% of the game 60 65% of the games you win 40 35% i win what i mean like if you are going that particular about it yeah you want to check uh, you want to check i can check let's your check. stats a few moments later a total of 108 games against you okay out of which i have won 60 lost 44 and we had a draw of five. of four games so i have a 56% winning rate and i have a 41% better than i expected uh talk to me about chess like why do we both enjoy it aisa kya hai iske bare mein that apne ko pasand hai and now you can now you can chill out see we are not talking about your career ab tu thoda relax ho ke baat kar okay if you say so mm-hmm. what is it about chess that you like um, first of all uh, i i think uh, we both are competitive person we have the competitive spirit we enjoy competing in things to win mm-hmm. um, so we like board games we like a lot of uh, you know like uh, video games or even uh, sports and etc so we are that individual and then there is something about chess the possibility of playing those pieces and those pawns in certain ways and combinations and they having special abilities of how they move around and the possibility of like next move it's it's kind of very fascinating and intriguing to me and i really love when uh, you know you put me in some difficult situation and then i'm trying to think okay what will be the right answer and will it be the right answer in after four moves also yeah 
like we are not specialists we cannot memorize a full chess game we cannot think 15 20 moves ahead we think like four five moves ahead that's where we are Uh, but and, and in today's game i put nav in a difficult situation and then he got out of it and he absolutely destroyed me absolutely mm-hmm. destroyed me uh so i i think you're right like as far as i mean we we started using chess time because it was convenient right like you had 24 hours to make a move and everything but nowadays when we play we prefer to just play in one shot is boring now to wait for somebody to like do a move one hour later and then you do a move two hours later and all that we will sit down for about 10 15 minutes we'll finish off our game and it just gives us that i think it re- it refreshes me at least i feel it's a great break from work does it refresh you as well yeah it's uh, it's a really good coffee shot in your head you know because you need to wake up to uh, make those moves and really think about it yeah Yeah. but if you are mentally exhausted then uh, it, it can be draining to your head also but if it's early in the day kind of and you play one one game of chess and then you are active also throughout this interview like i I've, i've noticed that whenever we talk about any of these things it is always you talk about the sharpness of the mind and like the desi- the internal world um you know as long as you feel good inside uh, about your hobby or passion then the external rewards will follow um you're also somebody who journals i am somebody who journals i don't need you to obviously tell me the contents of your journal but tell me a little bit about this internal world and this content from um this feeling of being okay on the inside right like can you shed can you give a little bit of um, advice to somebody as far as just building that internal world for yourself uh i think uh, everybody should do uh it's uh, pretty much uh, self therapy and uh, it does help you to put out the things which are on your head in your head uh either positive negative um and uh, yeah it's a outlet uh so i highly recommend it to everyone and it's it, i would say it's very simple uh, i've even seen in movies some people do video uh, blogs or they write blogs or uh, uh, people do audio uh, journaling mm. uh, and some people like talking to their friends some people therapists some people do coaches some people talk to their priest we all have been doing it for thousands of years in some way or the other and i've just chosen my own way so if you want to sit down and pray and talk to the god i mean uh, you can do that also i mean nobody stopping you just choose your medium yeah but choose a medium and and express yourself and that will that is where yeah it, it's not for anybody else it's just for you so like it doesn't matter uh, how you choose to do it um, so uh, for example uh, i know about uh, you do it digitally i do it physically so it's it doesn't matter uh, some people do it orally it's that's how it is yeah i mean and uh, it's interesting you mentioned kids uh, there are audio podcast now i'm thinking of this idea where you could just make a whatsapp group with yourself and just do audio recordings of your yeah. thoughts and 
when I came to Germany for the first time, I was living in Düsseldorf uh, and I was living, living with a really hot, beautiful model. And uh, it was a big game. She was not a pleasant person to live with. And I don't think she had too many close friends, but she always used to just keep sending these voice notes hmm. to somebody uh, via her phone throughout the day because I could hear that. And that was her way of journaling. I don't know whether she recorded it herself or was she sending it to her friend. Uh, she was just continuously doing those voice notes. And uh, even then I felt like I, I couldn't understand what she was telling, uh, but uh, it was in German and I didn't know, but I, I knew that she was always recording herself. Yeah, And that's what she did. And that's what's her way of doing it. And it's exactly also what you are kind of talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do want to call this podcast to a close. I think this has been a fantastic conversation. Before I close, any questions you have for me or any final thoughts you wanted to share? Mm -hmm. uh, it was a pleasant experience. Uh, and uh, we talked about a lot of things uh, in which, yeah, uh, we tried to say two things or three things which we have learned in our own experiences. And uh, it was fun. Would you come back a third time on my podcast eventually? Yes, in a few years. Yes. <laughs> and that's all I wanted. <laughs> this is how you keep the show going. You ask people straight up, will you come on my show again? Also, I would love for you to recommend some guests. I would love to talk to somebody I don't know. Uh, and do the interview with them for everyday people. Uh, but this has been an absolute pleasure. Nav, thank you so much. Uh, please close the show by telling the audience to subscribe and to uh, anything that you want to say to the audience directly. Um, guys, subscribe to whatever WebHub is uh, whatever. providing you. It's Instagram, it's YouTube, it's TikTok, it's OnlyFans, whatever it is, just press the button. That's the important message. Yes. Press the button. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Nudes only. <laughs> uh, this has been amazing. Nav, thank you so much. Thank you.